What's up, family? We back, we back, we back for another episode of Mastering Love and Life with Clifton Brantley. That's me. Man, listen, I'm 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 crunk. I'm crunk. I'm recording this episode at night. Uh, we just had a very successful. Well, I'm called. Let me not say successful. Let me let me. Uh, we just had a very nice class, you know. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the class. I had a good time, um, and I hope the students enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I taught something new tonight that I hadn't taught before, and so uh, it was a little rocky. I ain't gonna lie; it wasn't my best, but it is something that I'm gonna be teaching, and I got some. I got some good feedback, so I'll be teaching it again, and I'll be um, fine tuning that that lesson but it was really good but on top of that man i'm just i'm just uh i'm in a good mood i'm happy right uh for the moment anyway speaking of that let me just detour real quick and say this man listen uh life has a way of testing what you say you believe <laughs> life yeah <laughs> life has a way of testing you say you trust God. <laughs> you say you believe the Bible. We finna find out. We finna we finna see. We we about to see. That was that was mystical, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> I do that all the time when I'm talking. So I'm just being myself on on this. And I'm I'm always myself, but I'm I'm really loose tonight. So anyway, listen. What I want to talk to you about. Man. Uh we we're gonna go we we're we're going to go raw and uncut tonight, kinda, right? It's it's still it, it'll never be X rated, right? It's not even R rated, but I'm going to say some things tonight. I keep saying tonight because it's nighttime when I'm recording this, so I apologize. But I'm I'm going to say some things in this episode that may be polarizing. Uh, that's not my intent. It's just what I believe and what I see. And when I say polarizing, uh, I mean in my house even, it's possible, right? Because um, I, the, the kind of man, the kind of person that I am, right, uh, I, I definitely try to keep, so I like sharing. And I don't mind being transparent if it's going to help someone. Like, you know, my wife think that I share information just to be sharing it. Uh, not, well, I do sometimes, but not not necessarily like important information, not 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 intimate information. I don't share just to be sharing. Right. So if I'm sharing it, then there's a reason that I'm sharing it. But I'm the kind of person I like to share. But I try to keep it you know, private enough because my wife is not like me. Right. She, she don't necessarily want to share some things. Right. But when I do share about me, I am being completely transparent or as, parent, as transparent as I can because my life is connected to somebody else's. So I can't just, you know, I have to be mindful of that. But tonight, I'm sorry, 
I'm sorry, I said it again. But in this episode, uh, I'm gonna just tell y'all how I feel about some things. And uh, my intent is not to offend one person. That is not my intent at all. So let me say, let me give you some disclaimers up front. It's not my intent to insult anybody. It's not my intent to put anybody down. It's not my intent to shame anyone, right? None of that. I'm strictly sharing um, this. I can say this is probably completely my opinion. There's no scientific evidence for what I'm sharing. There's no psychological review we can go and read and say, yeah, what he's saying is true. This is strictly my opinion, right, on my podcast. Here we go. I got a question for the women. What do you want in a man? Here's what I've discovered. Women do not know what they want in a man and what they have they wish was different. But what they don't realize is you didn't choose different. If that was something that you needed, then you should have chose <laughs> you should have chose that. <laughs> Man. So let me tell you what happened. <laughs> it's funny to me. So my wife sent me a, a TikTok today. And we send TikToks to each other, right? We send funny stuff. So she sent me a TikTok today, um, and it's a it's it's a, it's a tic, it's a video of a man looking out the blinds, and the sound of a car in the background trying to turn over, like trying to turn, but it won't turn over, right? And I think the 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 what it says on the screen, written on the screen, it says, "After she married me for love, well, me watching my wife go to work after she married me for love." And the guy is in the, you know, in the window while she down there struggling with the car, just like, you know, drinking his coffee or something like that and just watching her. And um, I went to the comments and uh, and I sent my wife a, a smiley face that's laughing, you know, with tears, whatever. It was funny. Kind of. <laughs> so uh, I, I go to the comments and the women are like, and this is why I'm glad I filed for divorce. And. You know, like they just going in. And that got me to thinking. What do women want? Do you know what you I see? The reason I don't believe women, the reason I don't believe women know what they want. Is because. They are constantly complaining about what a man is not. And the things that they want to point to that they see in another man are extremely superficial. So that tells me you don't know what you want. So here's the thing. Women need to recognize they don't know what it, they don't know what it means to be a man. Most women today have been duped and tricked by society and movies into what a man is, and that's not what a man is, right? It is, listen, there is no man on the planet. There's not a man, not a man on this planet 
That is everything that these women running around here saying they want. Nobody, like there's not a man that's 100% of everything. So just think about it. You got, so some men are aggressive. Some men are not aggressive. They're both still men. Some men um, are super macho, machismo. You know, they, 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 the head honcho. Some men are, you know, like that. Other men are more docile, right? Some men got big muscles, but weak insides. And then some men are overweight, but got strong insides. Some men cannot be vulnerable, but they're tough. Some men are tough and vulnerable. And then some men are not really tough, but they can be vulnerable, but they can listen and they can talk. Some men can't express themselves at all. Some men are for real breadwinners. Some men just kind of, you know, try to figure out how to get the bread or whatever, right? Uh, And now every man that I've just talked about, in the way that I'm using it, every one of those are, these are good men. I'm not talking about trifling men at all. I'm not talking about males. I'm really talking about men. But what I'm telling you is, there is no man on the planet. That is all of that. That wouldn't even make sense. So to say what manhood is, and to define that by certain characteristics that not every man have, you then, you either create classes of manhood right? Different classes, or you create one group of men. These are men and everybody else, what the, everybody else is just, you just males. That's, that's it. Here's, here's what I do know. Going by that standard, Jesus probably would not fit in the group of men that were men. Like, so my point is women are looking for something that doesn't exist. They they don't even, number one, they don't know what a man is. They don't know what it means to be a man. They just know what they like and what they've been taught to like. He needs to be strong. He needs to make a lot of money. He needs to be able to work on cars, right? He needs to, he needs to know how to dress. He needs to know how to handle money well. These are things you made up. See, <clears throat> things that you want in a man and things that you would like in a man, that's fine. But when you make your preferences, the law and the standard, really, you're the one that suffers because you made it up in your mind and you're not God. And so that means you cannot create what you made up. So how are you going to find it? Because you made it up in your mind. And the problem is because you made it up in your mind, it's limited. So you only focus on the things that you think you want the good things you think you want. Why? Because you really don't know what's going to be best for you. God knows that. But you think you know, so you want this kind of man. So you go forward and you get that. The problem is uh, you got, you now found, man, I found the qualities I wanted in the man. Great. But here are these other 20 qualities that you did not want in a man. And they showed up because you were not, omniscient enough to choose put in there what you put put it this way you are not omniscient enough to put everything in there that you need so you need a man that's not going to be punching on you 
but that wasn't on your list because you wouldn't even thought that. Like, who's going to punch a woman? The one you chose that has all the other other characteristics that you like, but that came with it. Uh-huh. He, he, this one over here, cheating all the time. Uh-huh. This one, he pray with you on Thursdays. But on Fridays, he's out hoeing with other women, not with you. Yeah, see, you can't choose a perfect man. So what are you saying, Pastor? Here's what I'm saying. Ladies, you need to learn how to learn. You need to learn how to love the man you have and make that the definition of your man, of a man. Because watch this. Those of you who grew up with fathers, you're the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you grew up with a half-decent father that you kind of admired, you're the worst. Because, see, you think your dad was Superman. You think your dad was this and that. You think your you it, it would it would it would make sense, and it probably would be impossible for it not to be this reality that you would think that your dad is the definition of what manhood should be. Like, why wouldn't you think that as a child? And then that belief gets solidified, not recognizing that as a little girl. You have fantastical eyes. So the way that you see her dad is not realistic. You don't understand that that brother is wearing a mask like the rest of us men. You don't see the mask. You think the mask is him. So you think he's Superman, but he's really wearing a mask. By the time you may are able to accept the fact that, hey, he might be wearing a mask. You're grown, but the belief is already etched inside on the program. And so now you choose a man that's kind of like your dad. He reminds you of your dad, but he's not your dad. But now some of the qualities that your dad has, after you marry this man, you realize he don't have them. And so now you're questioning his manhood because your dad is the definition of what manhood is. And what you saw in your dad, you didn't even see because you couldn't understand. So guess what you did as a child? The same thing every human being does as an adult. You made it up. 1,000%. You made up that he's so amazing. I'm not saying that your dad was a Rudy Poot, but I'm saying he was not as amazing as you thought he was. It's impossible for you to see him how he is. You're a little kid. He's a giant. He is magnificent. Little boys believe that their dad's a Superman. What do you think little girls think? So the standard that you had for a man, it's your dad mixed with a little bit of Hollywood, mixed with maybe a few boyfriends that you know you don't want, so you, okay, I don't want these qualities. And then you choose a great, what you said in the beginning was an amazing man. But now as, as the, you know, the honeymoon phase has worn off, And now you're starting to have to do the work of marriage. Now you feel like, uh, I'm not so attracted anymore. Uh, I think I lost my fire. I don't, I don't know if I want to, uh, let's just, why can't we be friends? Why can't we be? See, that's what you're going to have. You're going to end up, fellas, listen, you're going to end up being Married friends, because after the love is gone, after the spark is gone, because she now desires the real man 
that she made up in her mind instead of the real man that she chose, right? She's holding on to a fantasy that's not her reality, which is going to harm her tremendously, right? So she's holding on to this fantasy that's not her reality. So she can't see you. And so uh, the attraction starts to wane. The sex goes down. Like she's not dropping it like it's hot anymore because it ain't hot. It's cold. She's not into you like that. But now watch this. She loves you. She don't want a divorce. Y'all get along. Y'all are friends. Y'all are more friends than you are lovers, though. Right? There's no passion in the marriage. Why? Because what she wants in a man. Y'all going to make me preach in a minute. What she wants in a man ain't what she chose. And now she's mad and blaming him for not being what her fantasy is that she made up. And so she won't mature past that point so she can accept what she has and God can perform great things with that union. But God can't do that until she joins the union that she's actually in instead of the one that's in her head. I know there's a side to the man, but I'm just talking about what do women want tonight? Uh-huh. Because there was a time, and I'm not so naive to believe that it's all gone and that it ain't, you know what I'm saying? But there was a time where my wife uh, thought that, you know, it was unmanly of me to not know how to work on cars. I'm going to frame it that way. That's a good way to sum it up. You know what I'm saying? And I was like slightly, slightly, just a little bit offended at first. But I got over that real quick because I was like, man, that's your issue. I, <laughs> working on cars ain't got nothing to do with manhood. And I, didn't, I, 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 I checked out of auto body when I was in high school to go, play bas- to, go to basketball class. I know it's in hindsight it's dumb, right? I wasn't, but I wasn't even, I wasn't even close to six feet, but I thought I was going to be playing basketball in college and NBA. And so I'm going to do that. Yeah. But the point is I dropped out of all the bodies. I don't know nothing about cars. No, I wasn't because I don't know anything, but I don't know how to do, do the major things. Right. And whatever. So, you know, we had issue with that, but I got over it. I'm like, man, look, I'm me. So like, if you don't think I'm man enough, that's on you. I ain't, I ain't tripping on that no more. Right. Um, and so what I said is, you know, right now, I'm not so naive to think that, you know, that's all gone. I don't know if it is or isn't. So, you know, but I was making the point of this. Uh, even I've experienced like the whole. Uh, I, so I know. Now, here's a disclaimer. I understand that what I'm about to say may sound arrogant, but I promise you it's not coming from an arrogant place at all. It's coming from a confident place, uh, knowing and believing what God has invested and which is what I see. Uh, I know that I am a good man. I know that uh, I know that I am a great catch. But now I also know I have many of flaws. Y'all ain't even praying with me. I got a oh man. Look, <laughs> I got so many flaws. Like I get on my nerves. I know this, but that doesn't take away from my heart. Trust me. I, I, I can say about me, I love God for real in real life. 
I'm not ashamed to call Jesus' name, right? Uh, I love learning about love. I love growing. I love learning how to love my wife better. Now, she may not agree with that, but the reason she wouldn't agree with it is because she don't share with me like I would want her to, you know, so that I can love her. Anyway, uh, I was saying I know that I'm a great catch. I'm a great man. But if the man that I am, if it wasn't man enough for her, then I, I, I had to say, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you're going to do about that, but I'm, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm me, right? All man, all heterosexual and still growing. That's all I could do. That's, that's about the best I can give you, right? Um, but, you know, I, what, what, what do women want? Do they know what they want in a man, right? If you, if, okay, so let me give you some wisdom, Instead of just fussing, let me let me give you some wisdom. Here's some wisdom. When you choose a man, understand that, that first of all, you need to have your okay, these are the characteristics or whatever I absolutely need in a man. Like I need to see these things in a man. Okay. Outside of that, trust God and the Holy Spirit to help you be connected with the right man. And then you just use the time to examine his heart. After that, y'all decide to get married because you're not going to find a perfect man because you're not a perfect woman. Those two don't exist on this planet. So you find you a good man. He got these characteristics that you know you need or look for in a man that you like, I just don't want to go without this. And then y'all go for it. And then have the maturity to accept the things about him that's part of his manhood that you don't like because you're not used to it. That's the only reason you don't like it because you're not used to it. You was, you was, you was wanting what you thought was, you was wanting the picture in your head. Do you understand that you would have, you weren't born with this picture of a man in your head? Ladies, if you were not born, with the picture of what a man is in your head, where do you think you got it from? Watch this. There's only two places to get it from. You didn't come here with it, so there are only, there are only two places to get it. God or society. Let me tell you where you, you probably did not get it from, God. So then, if, let's say you got it from society, since when has our society been healthy and whole enough to decide for us anything, anything about the family, about how to raise children, about what marriage is, about what love is, about what is accepted, like when... When was the last time we could trust society for that? So, where did you get your idea of what a man is? You didn't get it from your husband because you didn't know him. And you had it in your head before he ever showed up. 
So I know you're probably thinking, well, what are we supposed to do? Like, just not have an image of a man? No, you're supposed to have an idea of a man, but it needs to be flexible. The problem is what you guys believe manhood is, is too rigid. Like, it's more flexible than that. Like, you might have a brother that's tough like Mike Tyson, but writes poetry. Or someone that, you know, y'all be talking about yellow, I don't know nobody, yellow skin. You know, uh, Shamar Moore looking brother, but like, he he's so hard, like, you know, like, he don't even sleep. Like, he just hard. All he do is work and hard and, like, he just mean and grouchy way he's supposed to be weak because of the way he look. I don't know. I'm making this up. But you, the point that I'm making is, you know the point that I'm making, which is, what do you want? You need to be flexible. Because I hope you know that the thing that you are going to Enjoy the most or hate the most. The thing that you're going to spend the most time with the most. The thing that's going to move you the most. Is his heart. It's not his muscles. It's not his money. It's not his mama. It's not his mansion. It is his mind. I'm telling you. It is his mind. And so that is the first thing that you make your decision on about what kind of man you want. What kind of mind does he have? You need to choose a man with the right mind. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. You need to choose a man with the right mind. What's the right mind? The mind that fits you and hopefully it is a mind that is the mind of Christ, right? But it fits you culturally or, or, or socially, however you want it. The mind, y'all, y'all think like, you know what I'm saying? The mind and heart are in the shape. Like it is his mind. That's the most important thing because that's the most important thing of all of us humans. Whatever a man thinks in his heart, then so is he. Above all else, guard your heart because from it flows the issues of life. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The heart is the most important thing. And so your first task and most important task would be to find a man with a good heart. After that, you can pick and choose some stuff that you like, but be flexible. Don't be flexible on the heart. Choose the heart you want. Or as, you know, as, as, how can I say this? As close to the heart as you can see, because the truth is we're human beings and the heart may look one way. And then when you get it home, it's like, oh, crap, this ain't the heart that I thought it was. I understand that. But, you know, in general, the heart is the most important thing. Don't don't let that go. So you build your idea of a man around that. So then when you get the man that you marry, the heart is in place because that's the main thing. You didn't mess up on the heart. Now, these other things that man. I didn't know this was a part of manhood and I don't know if I'm comfortable with this part of manhood. I always wanted that. So that's where you're flexible. The heart stays the heart and he's imperfect. So he's going to have to, you know, even his heart got some stuff in there, right? We got to, but, but the heart is the heart. And so 
These other things are flexible. So there are some things you just got to accept. But then there are some things you can teach him. Like maybe he never learned how to be that kind of man. And that's what you want. So you communicate that to him. And then he might be like, you know what? My baby said, I'm using myself as an example. This didn't happen, but I'm just using my scenario that I was talking about. So, um, hey, my wife says, um, man, if, if, if I knew how to work on cars, like that would be so amazing to her. Like she would think I was like, you know, whatever, 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 whatever the highest praise I can think of. I can't think of right now. You could teach your, you could tell your man that. And then he can decide, you know what? I'm going to learn how to work on cars. Like, I'm just going to do it. My wife think it's that important. And I can see how even when I do change, go get the oil change, how when I come back home, she hadn't read it like spaghetti. She read it, you know what I'm saying? So I already see how it's going to be. Let me go and learn how to do this thing. But that ain't, I know that's not reality. That ain't, that, that's not reality. Reality is I want what I want. He ain't it. He ain't getting none. Now, I'm not saying that ladies are out there um, intentionally withholding, though I know some of you are. It's life, right? It, I, you got to be in the mix. But I'm not saying you just, you're just holding out. I'm saying the attraction ain't there, but you won't admit it. You won't, you won't, because you don't want to hurt his feelings. And I understand that. But it's better to be open and honest. As a matter of fact, look, I ain't making this up. This wasn't even part. Let me see if I can find it real quick. This wasn't even a part of my, what I was going to say. But today is pro, uh, uh, the 27th. So now you know when I'm recording this. Um, but 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 today was Proverbs uh, 27. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Because uh, there was something in here about what I just said. Uh, yes. Watch this. Watch this. This is what the Bible says. An open rebuke is better than hidden love. I didn't write that. It was in there when I woke up. I read it this morning. Proverbs 27, 5. An open rebuke is better than hidden love. What are you saying? Here's what the, here's what the text is saying. I'm, I'm just saying what the text said. Here's what it's saying. It's better to show your love in the open and rebuke your, your partner because the Bible says that God disciplines those whom he loves. So discipline is a part of love. So if you're going the wrong way, I need to rebuke you. That's love. So the text says an open rebuke is better than hidden love. So it's better for me to confront you in your folly Right? You're not being the kind of husband that I need you to be than to love him and not say anything. So you keep the love hidden because you're not loving him. If you see him going the wrong way and the wrong way is hurting you sometimes, like sometimes you're hurt because of your own you know, things you made up in your head. But even those things like you can bring to your husband, he may still can rectify it for you. But you hide it. So instead of loving him, by confronting him or carefronting or however you want, by saying something, you hide your love. Mm -hmm. But then here's what, watch this. Here's what verse six says then though. Uh, Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. 
Now, here's an application for that. If we friends, if you really love me and you got to hurt my feelings by saying I ain't stepping up, that's cool. But that's better than you talking be- about me behind my back and kissing me goodnight. At- you feel me? Like, don't do that. Okay, I just thought about that because I, I, I remember reading that this morning. So, yeah, man, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what these women want. And and um, I think it's important for me to to have that kind of perspective, because um, as I'm looking at these different marriages, I'm starting to notice more and more. By listening to the way you talk, I can tell you have expectations on this brother that he was not born with, nor does he even know you have them but you keep punishing him about it and he don't even know why he's being punished you think you've told him but you haven't because you don't communicate clearly yeah Uh, man listen i enjoyed this episode i mean i was you know i just want to know what women want i want you to know what you want you know what i'm saying like Get rid of all these 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 fantastical beliefs about manhood. And, and and I I now listen. I know we are attracted to what we are attracted to. I get that. Trust and believe. I'm a man. Trust me. I <laughs> I'm attracted to a certain a man. <laughs> uh, I'm attracted to a certain body style. You feel me? Now that doesn't mean that a woman without that body style is less of a woman. Don't mean that. I'm just saying. I know I understand how attraction works. So I understand, ladies, if you're attracted to a certain build, a certain whatever, I get that. But still, like for me and anybody else, I would say, let the heart be the determining factor. Okay? Y'all take care.